Welcome to the awesome pod makes you are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, "When a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema." Today I'll be talking about Pixar's Inside Out. Just because it's an animated film doesn't mean it's only for kids. People of all age groups can watch and enjoy this animated feature. To quote Guillermo del Toro, animation is cinema. I decided to talk about this film because a lot of my friends aren't fully aware or understand what it's like to live with a mental health issue. How I deal with it on a daily basis, how I regulate my emotions just so I could function. It's a constant struggle. Some days you're happy, some days you're sad. Some days you win, some days you lose. Healing from a mental health issue is not linear. It's two steps forward and one step backward. My go-to explanation is how would one function if their mainframe stopped working? Then I check with them if they've seen the movie Inside Out. I thought I might as well make a podcast episode about it. The film story is by Pete Docter and Ronnie Del Carmen. The screenplay is by Pete Docter, Meg Lefov and Josh Coolay. The film is directed by Pete Docter. The film begins with Joy's voice over a black screen. Joy says, "Do you ever look at someone and wonder what is going on inside their head?" Well, I know. Well, I know Riley's head. The screen flashes to white and we see baby Riley as she opens her eyes and coos. Inside Riley's head, first there's only Joy. Joy is surprised when Riley starts crying. Joy notices the presence of sadness. Joy feels the need to fix Riley's sadness. Headquarters only gets crowded from that point forward. We are introduced to more emotions. Fear is good at keeping Riley safe. Disgust keeps Riley from being poisoned physically and socially. Anger, the description about anger is excellent. They care very deeply about things being fair, no matter how fussy the emotions get over eating healthy food. All emotions are amused when the food comes in an airplane. Joy is not a fan of sadness. Joy feels that there's no place for sadness. Joy has checked around and researched but there's no place for sadness to go. Joy is glad that she's helped Riley create mostly happy memories, which are also some of Riley's core memories that form her personality. Riley's personality consists of Hockey Island, Goofball Island, Friendship Island, Honesty Island and Family Island. We see a young Riley's fertile imagination with the floor is lava and the drawing of her imaginary friend Bing Bong, the pink elephant who drives a cart with a broom that emits rainbow. We also see how the emotions freeze up during a brain freeze. Another perfect day. Joy is ecstatic. Things couldn't be better. Honestly, at Riley's age, even we wanted everything to be happy and perfect. We didn't want anything to go wrong. Just when I thought nothing could go wrong, everything went wrong. And like Riley, a lot of times it is due to displacement. Riley's family moves to another state. The opening credits begin and the title Inside Out appears when the car comes out of the tunnel. Inside Out, get it? Riley has some daydreams about her new house. We all do. 
We just never get to have the house of our dreams. It's always disappointing. Joy tries her best to elevate Riley's mood. Riley and her mother reminisce about their dinosaur memory and suddenly it turns sad. We realize that sadness touched that memory ball and it changed its color from yellow to blue. Joy tries to change the color back from blue to yellow but it doesn't work. Joy instructs sadness not to touch any happy memory. Sadness reveals the core memory compartment looked crooked when she opened it the goofball island memory fell out. Joy puts that memory back in its place. Sadness has this yearning to hold one of the core memories. Of course Joy advises against it. Sadness apologizes. That's what we all do when we are sad. We apologize unnecessarily. Sadness says I know, I'm sorry, something's wrong with me. It's like I'm having a breakdown. You're not alone, sister. Joy invalidates Sadness's breakdown by saying, You're not having a breakdown, it's stress. Sadness replies, I keep making mistakes like that. I'm awful and annoying. That's some low self-esteem there, Sadness. Joy tells Sadness, You can't focus on what's going wrong. Hard disagree. Joy continues, there's always a way to turn things around to find the fun. Though Sadness's favorite memories are in the rain and when everything feels droopy, the whole situation is a disaster. Joy wants Sadness to read some manuals. The emotions are squabbling amongst themselves about who should be in charge. Riley's mom wants Riley to put on a happy face for dad. The REM rapid eye movement is planning terrible dreams for Riley. Joy plays a happy skating memory with the family. The following day, Joy plans to make Riley's first day at the new school happy. Joy assigns duties for every emotion. Fear has to make a list of things that could go wrong. Disgust has to make sure that Riley stands out but also blends in. Anger has to think of various daydreams if the class is boring. The train of thought appears right on schedule. Joy draws a circle around sadness and traps her in it. Circle of sadness. Joy's plan is to turn the day into a good day which will turn into a good week, a good year and a good life. If only it were that easy. Being a new kid at the school, Riley is asked to give an introduction. Everything is going smooth and happy. Until sadness touches the memory of the family playing ice hockey together. All the emotions try to remove the core memory from projecting. Sadness touches the console and Riley starts to cry at school. Joy rushes to remove sadness from the situation. The thing is Joy is not letting Riley process the sadness she feels. Ignoring the sadness is only going to make it appear in places you don't expect it to. This incident at school becomes a core memory for Riley. Joy doesn't want a sad core memory for Riley. Sadness fights with Joy because Joy cannot take a sad core memory away. The scuffle between Sadness and Joy makes the other five core memories fall off the container. Riley's personality islands lose their light. Joy doesn't want Sadness to touch any of the core memories. In that attempt, Sadness and Joy along with the five core memories get sucked into a tunnel and reach a place called long-term memories. Sadness notices that Riley's personality islands are out of light. This is bad. Joy believes they can fix it. Joy and Sadness are displaced from the headquarters. 
They need to find a way back, reinsert the core memories and Riley will be back to normal. The only question is how? In Joy's absence, anger, fear and disgust figure what Joy would do. Disgust tries to answer Riley's mom's question and sounds sarcastic. We now get to see what's inside the headquarters of Riley's mom's emotions. Her emotions are pretty sorted. All of the emotions have a seat at the console. Riley's mom asks another question and Riley's emotions know it's probing. It riles up Riley's emotions. Fear answers this one ambiguously. Riley's mom signals the dad. We get a look inside the headquarters of Riley's dad's emotions. Of course, he's not paying attention. He's thinking about some ice hockey game. Riley's mom pretend coughs to get his attention. Dad's anger notices the mom's signal. Anger checks with fear and starts contemplating what the matter could be. Of course, mom's emotions are aware that dad's making a stupid face and they want to strangle him. Riley's mom signals Riley's dad again. Because dad was not listening, he repeats the same question about the new school. Mom's emotions regret letting go of that Brazilian helicopter pilot. Riley's anger answers the question and rolls her eyes. Dad's fear informs anger about the same. At least Riley's mom checks with Riley what's wrong with her. Riley and her dad get into an argument courtesy of their respective emotions. Dad putting his foot down is like launching some missile. Riley wants to be left alone and dad sends her to her room. The family island structure starts to crumble. Dad's anger think they did a good job as it could have been a disaster. Cut to mom's emotions headquarters. Mom's sadness knows it was a disaster. They project the Brazilian helicopter pilot's memory. Joy and sadness need to walk a narrow path with the memory dump beneath. It's risky because if they fall, they'll be forgotten forever. But it's also the fastest route back to the headquarters. It's like walking a tightrope with multiple juggling balls. It's not a cakewalk. Dad tries to talk to Riley in her room and make her laugh. The goofball island structure starts to fall apart. So the path back to headquarters also decimates. Joy tries to save the core memories and sadness and runs towards safety. Goofball Island crashes into the memory dump. We see a montage of Riley sharing some goofy times with her family. Joy and sadness can't take the Friendship Island route. Sadness starts to mope. Joy thinks they'll find a way back to the headquarters. They'll just have to take the scenic route. Joy wants sadness to be positive. Sadness is positive that Joy will get lost in the long-term memory maze. Sadness reveals she's read the manuals. Joy realizes because Sadness has read the manuals, she knows the way back to the headquarters. Joy wants Sadness to lead the way because she's the map. Sadness is too sad to walk. Sounds like depression. Sometimes we feel too sad and low to function. Joy drags Sadness along. The mind workers are clearing space for memories and dumping some in the memory dump. Sometimes the mind workers send random things to project in headquarters, like triple dent commercial with an earworm-like jingle. Riley's online interaction with her friend back in Minnesota upsets her. Her friend is already making new friends and playing ice hockey matches together. You know what that means. Friendship Island is in trouble. It comes crashing down. Sadness says, Oh, Riley loved that one. Now it's gone. 
Goodbye, friendship. Hello, loneliness. Joy decides they'll have to go the long way. Sadness is ready to be dragged along by Joy. Joy spots Bing Bong picking his favorite long-term memories. Bing Bong is Riley's imaginary friend, whose drawing she made on the walls of her previous home. We see a montage of memories where Riley played with her imaginary friend Bing Bong. The cart with the broom emitting rainbow runs on song power. Sadness questions what Bing Bong is supposed to be. He is mostly cotton candy but part cat, part elephant, part dolphin. When Bing Bong cries, the tears are candies. When Joy struggles to hold on to the core memories, Bing Bong offers his tiny bag to Joy to keep the memories safe. The bag looks tiny but it contains a whole lot of stuff. Bing Bong clears the bag to keep Riley's core memories safe. He even suggests they don't have to walk. They just have to take the train of thought to the headquarters. Why didn't we think of that? It arrived at the headquarters when Anger wanted to think of various daydreams if the class was boring. Joy wonders how would they catch the train. Bing Bong informs it goes all over the place. There's a station in Imagination Land. Bing Bong claims he knows a shortcut to reach Imagination Land. He ignores the danger sign because he cannot read just like Riley couldn't back in the day. Sadness warns Joy that they shouldn't go through the danger sign door because Sadness has read it in the manuals that it's a place called Abstract Thought. Joy chooses to follow Bing Bong instead of listening to Sadness. Joy doesn't want to miss the train back to the headquarters because she wants to see Riley happy. Her argument is Bing Bong is part dolphin. Dolphins are very smart. Other mind workers arrive outside Abstract Thought to comprehend loneliness. The mind workers think there's something inside abstract thought space so they turn the switch on to burn out the gunk. Bing Bong Joy and Sadness react scared when the lights switch on. Sadness explains, there are four stages of abstraction, non-objective fragmentation, deconstruction, two-dimension, non-figuration. Joy jumps to the door when she's two-dimensional but she can't fit. Sadness suggests that before they turn non-figurative, they should fall on their face and step out the door. Bing Bong Joy and Sadness manage to reach Imagination Land but the train leaves the station. They are still recovering and returning to their original form. Bing Bong now comes to the realization that the space was dangerous so someone should have put up a sign. If only you knew how to read Bing Bong. The trio enters Imagination Land and here Bing Bong is the mayor. No surprises there. Imagination Land is very interactive. Bing Bong gets his safely stashed cart with broom which he refers to as Rocket. Bing Bong accidentally knocks off a house of cards that some mind workers were building. Here at Imagination Land, we get to see Riley's imaginary boyfriend from Canada. Back at the headquarters during an ice hockey match, we see Fear trying to power up Hockey Island but fails. Hockey Island comes crashing down. Joy reacts worried she wants to reach the headquarters as soon as possible. The mind workers take Bing Bong's rocket ship to the dump. He rushes after it but reacts disappointed when he sees it's being thrown into the memory dump. Things fade in the memory dump. Joy just wants Bing Bong to shake it off and point them in the direction of the train station. Sadness shows empathy toward Bing Bong. 
Sadness provides Bing Bong a hug and a shoulder to cry on. Bing Bong processes his hurt and points in the direction of the train station. That's how you do it. You help people process their emotions and they'll help you. Joy is amused. She checks with sadness. How did you do that? Sadness replies, Bing Bong was sad so she listened to him and comforted him. Deep down, all sadness wants is to be heard. The trio now board the train. Joy accidentally knocks off a box. Those boxes are of facts and opinions. Joy says, these facts and opinions look so similar. They may look similar, but they are completely different things. Back at the headquarters, Anger gets an idea bulb. Anger suggests they go back to Minnesota because they were happy there. The train of thought comes to a halt when Riley goes to sleep. Even the mind workers take a break. Get it? Sadness suggests that they wake Riley up. Joy thinks it's ridiculous until she spots Dream Productions and decides to do the same. Dream Productions is like a Hollywood studio with many sound stages. I bet my Dream Production is like a massive Hollywood studio as well. I dream of a lot of fascinating ideas about the movies I would like to make in the future. The first three prominent movie posters we see are of I am falling for a very long time into a pit. I can fly. Something's chasing me. Apart from flying, every other dream is scary. Joy hands over the core memories back to Bing Bong. Joy and Sadness dress up as a dog to wake Riley up. When Joy and Sadness crash the dream production, the crew realizes they are trying to wake Riley up. They're not gonna let that happen. The security takes Bing Bong away along with the core memories bag. Bing Bong is thrown into the subconscious. Sadness points out that that's where all the troublemakers are and Riley's darkest fears. With Sadness's help, Joy and Sadness get inside the subconscious. Sadness steps on some candy wrappers giving them a clue to follow the trail to get to Bing Bong. Remember, Bing Bong's tears are candies. Bing Bong is trapped in Jangles the Clown's balloon jail. Joy retrieves the core memories bag and rescues Bing Bong. Riley is not yet awake, so Joy and Sadness decide to wake her up using Jangles the Clown. Joy and Sadness succeed in waking Riley up. The trio now rushes to the train station. Back at the headquarters, Anger inserts the idea bulb into the console. The train compartment contains inductive reasoning, deja vu, language processing, critical thinking and memories. When Joy picks up one of the memories, she only sees the happy aspect. It is Sadness who remembers all the details and the sad aspect of the incident in the memory. In the outside world, because Riley steals a credit card to buy a bus ticket to Minnesota, Honesty Island crumbles, making the train of thought go off the rails. Joy learns that Riley is trying to run away from home. We all want to run away from our problems. This makes the family island start to crumble some more. Joy notices a recall tube in the long-term memories. When she gets in and Sadness approaches after, Joy thinks Sadness is going to turn the core memories blue. Joy leaves Sadness behind thinking Riley needs to be happy. The recall tube breaks and Joy falls into the memory dump. Serves her right. Seeing the old memories, Joy reminisces about them. Some memories are fading away. 
Joy learns a valuable lesson. Everyone came to Riley's aid because of sadness. That turned a sad memory into a happy memory. Joy sings the rocket song to locate the rocket ship. Suddenly, we hear Bing Bong singing along. They notice a shiny spot in the distance. They find the rocket. Now they hop in and make their way to the top. They almost reach but fall off before they could get to the high ground. They try again. They fail. Third time is the charm. They try. Bing Bong sacrifices himself and Joy makes it to the top. Joy notices that Bing Bong is not in the cart anymore. She watches him fade away in the memory dump. Back in the outside world, Riley's mom tries to call Riley up. Riley disconnects the call. She boards the bus to Minnesota. Half of the family island crumbles and falls. Joy notices this and continues to look for sadness. Joy tries to think like sadness and follows a trail of blue memories. Back in the outside world, mom calls again. Riley disconnects. The family island starts to crumble some more. At the headquarters, Disgust tries to remove the idea bulb from the console so that they can get the idea out of Riley's head. The console turns gray and starts to malfunction. This is basically what happens when people have mental health issues. The main console is unable to regulate or process anything. We stop caring about things. We don't feel a thing. We become numb. Though the intricate details of mental health issues will vary from person to person, the same solution that worked for one person may not work for the other. Your love, support, kindness without judgment would help them heal. That is the only constant they need in their lives. Back at Imagination Land, Joy makes copies of Riley's imaginary boyfriend. Sadness is crying away on a cloud. Joy stacks up all the copies of Riley's imaginary boyfriend to make a bridge to the trampoline on Family Island. She will use the trampoline to bounce off and get to the headquarters. Joy catches sadness from her cloud mid-air and speeds to the headquarters. Disgust makes anger furious enough to burn a hole in the glass to let joy and sadness in. All the emotions want joy to fix the console. Joy wants sadness to fix the console. Everyone reacts shocked. Joy convinces sadness that Riley needs her. Sadness is an essential emotion. We don't have to ignore it or run away from it. Sadness removes the idea bulb from the console and restores it. The grey colour fades away. This makes Riley get off the bus and return home. Joy shares the core memories with sadness. The memories start to turn blue. They project them all to remind Riley of her core. And we get to see a montage about it. Sadness touches the console and it turns blue. Riley starts to cry. Riley finally shares how she feels about moving from Minnesota to San Francisco. Her parents hear her out and hug her. They should have had this conversation in the beginning just when they moved to San Francisco. Joy hands over the last core memory. Sadness takes Joy's hand and brings it close to the console. Both of them press a button together. Riley smiles with tears in her eyes. A new memory is formed which is a little yellow and a little blue. This is a new core memory, a bittersweet memory. 
This helps rebuild Riley's family island, which includes San Francisco's Golden Gate Bridge. This shows acceptance. It's not just toxic positivity anymore. The core memories are not just one color. They are a blend of beautiful different emotion colors. Older islands are restored as well. We now have a total of 10 islands that form Riley's personality. There's an addition of friendly argument section on Friendship Island. Some names of the additional islands are Tragic Vampire Romance Island, Fashion Island, Boy Band Island. The mind workers have installed a new expanded console in the headquarters. There's a puberty button on the console. Joy has no idea what it is. I have a feeling all these things would be explored in Inside Out too. Back at Dad's emotional headquarters, they are celebrating Dad's face paint idea. The emotions at Mom's headquarters praise the Dad. Mom's anger tosses the Brazilian helicopter pilot's memory. Though Mom's fear keeps it safe just in case. Riley bumps into a boy and his emotions are literally running wild. They keep repeating, girl, 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 and there is a siren buzzing. Riley walks away to play her ice hockey game. Riley is 12 now. Her teenager waits. The emotions have no idea what's in store. The school teacher's emotional headquarters have their own Brazilian helicopter pilot. It could be the same person or their version of the fantasy guy. The pizza girl's emotions wonder what they are mad about. They don't even know what they are mad about. Classic teenage behavior. The cool girl's emotions have imposter syndrome. Yeah, pretending to be cool is kind of exhausting. Jangles like guys' emotions are upset because after attending drama school, this is what their talent is reduced to, being a clown. The bus driver is angry and in his headquarters, some mind workers send a random triple dent commercial which pisses off his emotions all the more. We see a dog's emotional headquarters. They see a man with food. They chase the man for food. In contrast, a cat's emotions are all over the place. The end credits begin. This film was made after consulting with the Mortimer B. Zuckerman Mind Brain Mind Behavior Institute. The film is dedicated to the maker's kids. Please don't grow up, ever. This film is beautifully crafted. It gives an insight into various people's minds. We have to make sure we acknowledge all our emotions. We have to listen what our body in its infinite wisdom is trying to tell us. We have to process our emotions effectively. Do not ignore them, else you'll not be able to regulate your nervous system. Seek professional help when necessary. You are not alone. Don't be hard on yourself. Be kind. Have empathy. All of us are fighting some internal battles that others don't know about. So please treat people with love and compassion. Love is the best medicine. Love heals all pain. You can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts and Good Pods. If you like what I'm doing, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash awesome pod mix. Thanks for listening.